The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 248. I hope that you guys are doing very well. Uh, The new year is almost here and uh, if you are struggling with OCD or anxiety and you would like to work on that in the new year, then you can get a free session with me. To get that, you can head over to my website, which is robertjamescoaching.com. There you can use my Calendly to book that free session or you can send me a message and let me know about what you're struggling with. In today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about um, the importance of understanding that it doesn't matter how old you are or how long you might have been trying to get over OCD. Uh, You can always do it at any stage in your life, no matter how long you've been struggling with. The evidence is there to, to show that you can still learn to get over OCD. And this is a very important message. Um, I'm also going to be discussing um, how you can use that enthusiasm about that to set goals in a new year to help uh, to help getting you to to start moving in the right di- in the right direction towards hopefully a more positive and less OCD new year. Uh, if you find the podcast helpful, it would be great if you could follow and like on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Robert James Coaching UK. And if you could also subscribe on your podcast app of choice, that would be much appreciated. And that's it. So a very happy new year to you all. And uh, I really hope that you enjoy. I wanted to start today with a quote by C.S. Lewis. You are never too old to set another goal or to dream a new dream. And um, I think if you do struggle with OCD, this is a really, really important message. But um, Because really, unfortunately, what we tend to do is we tend to limit ourselves with the story of OCD. We tend to, to believe that, you know, we're always going to be stuck with this. Um, and uh, it doesn't matter what we do, perhaps, that you know, we are always going to be in the habit of thinking in this way that something happened to us. And because we started to experience OCD, no matter what we do, no matter if we do exposure, if we do acceptance commitment therapy, if we work on self-compassion, if we do the Wim Hof method, if we uh, take a cold shower every day or God knows how many other things that we might be trying to do to, to learn to manage OCD, that it doesn't matter that none of it is really going to work. And this is a really unfortunate story that I think so many uh, so many people get stuck in. Um, and, you know, as C.S. Lewis points out there, actually, it doesn't really matter where you are in your life or what you've been doing up until that point. It is never too late um, to, to actually try again and to, to have new goals and new dreams or even to to start telling yourself, you know, a completely new story, to have a completely new dream. Um, and so, 
something else that I wanted to to point out then with with this in in, in mind is you know that that this isn't just kind of wishful thinking. Um, so much of uh, of what I'm doing with my work is trying to you know as well as working with people to help them with their mindset and to help with acceptance and all this stuff. But it's it's also to kind of point out that the science really backs this up. This isn't just me saying this, although, you know, some things do come from my personal experience. But most of what I'm talking about, uh, the reason why I've, you know, I've actually followed this stuff myself is because it's backed by science. It isn't just some random stuff that I've kind of, you know, picked out of thin air. Actually, you know, there's there's good reason for why I do the things I do and why I share them on here because the vast majority of them actually really do have a very good uh, scientific underpinning and that's very encouraging so if we come back to this idea of um, you know of the worries so many people have of I'm too old to change or you know I've been doing this for too long now that I've become stuck like this and I'm never going to be able to to do something different Um, So I'd like to kind of draw your attention to uh, an article called The The Aging Brain, Neuroplasticity and Lifelong Learning uh, by Eleanor uh, Googleman. I'm I'm completely uh, pronouncing that wrong. I I very much apologize there to Eleanor for for that. But I'd like to, to share the quote and it is this. The recent progress in neuroscience demonstrates that learning is not connected only to younger generations and to persons with full capacity, but that actually it can be implemented in all stages of life with equal effectiveness. And most importantly, that a continuous learning activity contributes to increasing neuroregeneration and uh, to avoid the effects of ageing. This is uh, obviously incredibly good news and neuroplasticity plasticity is uh, something that I've spoken about quite a lot before um, on, this, on this podcast. The fact that it doesn't really matter what age you're at, um, you know, that you can actually uh, change your brain at, at any given age and actually by doing things that are challenging that is how this really works. Obviously, if you're just doing um, the same things as you've always done, so, you know, if you are struggling with OCD and you decide to take on an an approach which doesn't really ask very much of you, which doesn't uh, involve behavior change, then, of course, it's very unlikely that that, that's going to work because there isn't going to be much uh, neuroplasticity for, for that to happen. However, if you do something that involves the skills of acceptance, commitment therapy, uh, exposure um, and and self-compassion, then actually that's going to ask a lot of you. That's going to be uh, quite challenging to to be able to take all those new concepts on board and to start applying them uh, to, to your life. And actually, this is what neuroplasticity loves. It loves challenges. If something is is difficult, um, then that means that actually you're going to have to really focus, you're going to have to really work, uh, and that will enable the, the brain to, to gradually change um, over time. And, you know, this is actually why uh, they say that for, for elderly people, one of the best things that you can do for your, for your memory and for your mental cognition is to learn a new language, because obviously that's incredibly challenging, um, and it's going to help with that neuroplasticity. 
So actually, the article goes on then to speak about how elderly people can have this neuroplasticity in later life. She goes on to say that the static model of the brain based on the idea of irreversible neuronal decay has been for a long time the basis of the prejudice that elderly people are unable to learn new things. Neuroscientific research demonstrates that specific sets of activities and exercises designed to stimulate new neural connections and reorganize cortical maps uh, allow to make successful and rewarding elderly learning. Now, this is uh, incredibly important to, to, to kind of point out and to realize um, try to think about this from your own perspective. Have you been telling yourself that you know that you are stuck, that your brain is stuck like this, and there's nothing you can do? Because if you have, clearly this uh, this science is actually pointing to something very different. It's uh, running completely uh, contrary to to that belief. Um, and so try to reflect on that yourself. Maybe uh, this is a really good activity, I think, to do some journaling about um, what is the story that you have been uh, habitually telling yourself um, about, about this feeling of stuckness in regards to your OCD. Can you start telling yourself a different story? Um, reflect on what I was just saying there. The evidence of neuroplasticity is very, very strong. Uh, there's a lot of research. I've just picked out one paper today, but there's lots of different research out there that, that shows the same thing. And so the science is there. Um, what may not be there is the story and the belief, the inner belief that you have about yourself. So try to uncover what is your belief and write something else out. What do you actually want to believe about yourself and your abilities to, to change moving forward? Um, you know, and visualization is another tool here that you can use. Can you actually visualize yourself uh, in a future state doing the things that you really want to be doing uh, rather than the things that, you know, you've been doing up until this point? And then this leads us into the next thing. Obviously, it's the new year coming up very, very soon. Uh, tomorrow is New Year's Eve. And um, so this is a really, uh, obviously, a really good time of year to kind of think about what changes do you want to make and what goals would you like to set moving forward for 2023? Um, so so thinking about that, I really think it's a, a good idea to, to try to set challenging goals. Um, as we were just talking about there, if we don't set challenging goals, if we just try to do um, the things that we always do, then it's going to be very hard for us to change. So big goals are actually a really good idea. But something that you don't want to focus on is simply to, just to kind of get rid of OCD or to feel better or, you know, to not feel bad or to not have anxiety. These are not helpful goals because it's just about not wanting to experience something. Um, a much better goal is to think about something uh, that you can achieve or something that you can learn, something that you can enjoy, a process that you're going to need to go through. Um, and actually, you know, it's not a bad idea to set some big goals. It can be nice as well to have some smaller, more achievable ones. But see if you can set yourself some some big goals. And if you don't manage to achieve them straight away, then you know no problem at all. But at least uh, you're going to be moving in that direction, and 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 that's a, that's a positive thing. 
uh, see if you can actually create some smaller goals leading up to those bigger goals so that you have steps uh, for you to kind of move in the right direction in that gradual way. Um, you know, and don't be too perfectionistic about it, though. Obviously, one of the big problems with OCD is we tend to allow perfectionism to get in the way. Uh, so often, and this has been the case with me, you know, I won't get started with something because I feel like I need to have things just right before I get started or I need to feel right just before I get started. And this is a mistake. Um, you know, really what we want to do is just to set a goal and as soon as possible, take some action, start to get the, the ball uh, rolling in the in the direction that we want to go. Um, if not, then it's very likely that we're just never going to get started. Um, you know, and that's such a shame. So, you know, this 2023 could be the year that actually you really begin to, to put OCD in its place. And um, I think the way that we do that is, you know, to not focus on getting rid of OCD, but to focus on our values, the things that are very important to us, and to start taking action to get back into our lives. Creative projects are a great thing to get into, sports and activities, things that we do with community, with other people, spirituality. These are all the areas that you could be working on and developing uh, goals that that will help you to, to feel more connected and more involved with your life, um, you know, rather than constantly being stuck in the rumination process of, of OCD. Of course, this is, isn't going to solve the OCD on its own. There's all sorts of other work that, that we need to do. But I really do feel like this is a big part of the problem. And I think, you know, the new year is a really good uh, opportunity to, to get started with, with new things. So there we go, guys. That is it for today. Really hope that you uh, found that helpful. And uh, I want to take this opportunity to just say thank you uh, to you all for listening to the podcast over 2022. It's been a journey. It's been a, a, a ride for me. Lots of I've been learning so much. This is one of the amazing things that I get from this podcast and from from all of you listeners and the feedback I get is I'm constantly learning, evolving as a person, as, as, a, as a coach. And, uh, you know, so, and that's down to you guys. So I really want to say thank you. Uh, I, I really enjoy doing this podcast and I hope that it's uh, helpful for you and will continue to be so in 2023. So a very happy new year and I will see you next time. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist or any other medical or mental health professional.